0: Hi guys, welcome back to Mental Illness and Sharks. I'm Kala, and I am your host. We have a really special guest today. Hi, Emily. Hello. We are really happy to have you. Thank you so much for coming and being our very first guest. Um, So
1: Emily, what are we talking about today? (laughs) Well, also, thanks for having me. This is my very first podcast ever. (laughs) Um, And today we're talking about Depression. Woo.
0: All right. So we have our wine at the ready and enough glasses in us to talk about this. Um, So Emily, can you just tell me like a little bit about yourself and who you are? What makes you you?
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Um, So I am a Maryland girl born and raised. I've been in Baltimore City since 2012. Um, I just started an earring business, which is really great. It's allowed me to kind of tap into my creative side and a bit of an outlet. Um, I also work uh, full-time at an international health organization, and I have a little senior dog named Gizmo that I adopted last April during the pandemic.
0: Love it, it, love it, love it. So you suffer from depression currently, right? I do, yes. And how long, I know there's like a lot of gray area to this, but how long have you been dealing with it?
1: So I think it goes back a little bit more than I probably formally recognize um, because it really started with a lot more anxiety and I really started noticing the depression piece of this um, late last year.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, So basically I just kind of want to hand this over to you um, so you can tell your story and whatever you feel comfortable telling me and all the people listening to this, you can tell, but if there, if there's a question I ask that goes too far or something, please tell me uh, to stop talking. Okay. <laughs> no, just stop talking. Sounds great. So yeah, I'm just going to hand this over to you. Okay. And have at it.
1: Yeah, so I think, especially right now, um, there are a lot more people kind of recognizing Um, and dealing with depression and anxiety than ever before. I mean, clearly we are in a really weird time, and it's also winter, and you can't see your friends and your family, and it's just like a really crazy time. Um, I have been really lucky to have a great therapist who's been guiding me for many years, um, but it's been especially important for me uh, more recently. I just, I'm an introvert with with a little bit of extrovertedness, but I'd say I'm an introvert. So generally, you know, I've been surviving okay during this time because I kind of like my alone time. I I like sort of isolating myself in a weird way, but um, I, you know, us introverts still need human connection and we still need our friends and family and, you know, the outside world. So it definitely started out okay, but has, you know, recently been hitting that pandemic walls they've been, they've been talking about. Um, So definitely around like November, December, uh, when it started getting really cold, um, everything just kind of came to a head. I, I'm a winter baby. I generally like the snow and the cold, but, you know, this year it's just like horrible. (laughs) Um, You know, I'm obviously very privileged. I think, you know, it's, it's good to recognize and have gratitude for the things that I do have, but, even in that place of privilege, you can still suffer from depression, anxiety, and other mental health issues and be sad. And and I think that's okay, too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I kind of had a COVID scare. And then I've been dealing with a sort of rough breakup from a really complicated relationship that went on for a couple of years. And, and it's cold. And it's just like, you know, I want to hug my mom and my dad. And it's just you know, it really just sucks. Things just suck. Um, And I started like not being able to get out of bed and just felt really paralyzed and sad like all the time. I definitely had moments of happiness. You know, I I have really great roommates and we all have a lot of fun together, but I just, um, you know, it just was really difficult to function and do anything. Um, And I know there's also a lot of stigma around meds. And even for me, when my therapist recommended them, I had this weird immediate reaction of, like, me, oh, I don't need meds. Um, but, you know, it's just this stigma. And, you know, it's it's not just, like, I don't know, I like, people will recommend, like, oh, why don't you just take a bath or listen to some calming music or whatever. And, you know, those things are good temporary fixes, like, in the moment. But they don't cure depression. They don't cure anxiety. Um there are things obviously you can do on a daily basis to you know get out of a funk for that moment or whatever it is but you know I started realizing like meds could really help me and they help millions of people and so I started them a couple weeks ago and it's so funny like I it's not like I noticed a change overnight I think they definitely take a couple weeks to to start working but I definitely have noticed some sort of change in my just general like energy around life mm-hmm. Um, You know, I still have moments and I'm, you know, still, (laughs) I'm not completely cured, but um, I will say they're definitely helping. And I'm glad that I decided to, to take them. And just like, you know, if you are struggling with depression, talk to your therapist, talk to a doctor, because, you know, there shouldn't be a stigma around this stuff right? If yeah. it helps you, like, let's go. Yes. Oh my gosh. Lexapro, baby.
0: Lexapro. <laughs> oh my God. So, oh, that was, I, I, have a quick question. Yeah. Um, so before you like actually experienced clinical depression, what was like your take on it? Um, cause I know when you haven't experienced something like depression, it's really, really hard to describe. And it's almost like, yeah, it's hard to, if you've never been through it, it's just totally impossible to really resonate with. So what was like your take on it before? Like, yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: So it's, yeah, that's a really interesting question because something I've learned is that you might not always just be able to see it from the naked eye. And that's something I didn't really quite understand Um, prior to experiencing it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the stereotypes on depression are that um, you just, like, are sulking and you're sad all the time and, um, you know, you can never leave your house, which is interesting because I never leave my house. But I'm just... (laughs) 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 But, you know, you there's definitely stereotypes around it. Mm -hmm. And experiencing it, it's not always like that. It can come in waves. Um, And this is just my experience. But for me, it... It comes in waves. It can be really paralyzing, or it can be a little bit more mild. Um, but it definitely sort of changed my, yeah, my perspective on what it actually is. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a really like, wide spectrum of what it could be. And yeah. you know, obviously, I think it depends on the person. But there's a lot of history of depression and mental health issues in my family. Mm-hmm. And I've seen like, a really wide range of it in my family as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Does that, does that answer your question? Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> Also, like, I don't know, maybe this is just me. It's definitely not just me, I've heard this before. But before I kind of started developing symptoms of depression, I would watch all these, like, TV shows when I was in my teens, and they would romanticize the crap out of depression. Oh, absolutely, Oh my gosh. So, yeah, I wanted to touch on that, because... I don't really know what my question is about that. But yeah, you see where I'm coming from. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, because yeah, it's definitely like you don't know what someone's going through just by seeing them. Because sometimes also like I I might put up a front that I don't even realize I'm doing. And if so if someone found out that I was depressed or on meds or whatever it is, mm-hmm. they might be really surprised. And And you might also feel surprised if you found out you know, if you didn't yet experience it, you might, you might find out someone is depressed or whatever it is and be really surprised. Mm-hmm. And it just shows you that um, it comes in all forms and you don't always know what someone's experiencing on the inside. Great. Yeah.
0: Thank you. That, that's everything I wanted and more, so thank you very much. <laughs> you
1: are so welcome.
0: Um, that ends our mental health segment of the show.
1: Are you ready to talk about sharks? Oh my God, Please. <laughs> I've been so excited about talking about sharks.
0: (laughs) Great. Okay. So, um, first we're going to pick a shark for you. I'm going (laughs) to, yes, I'm going to tell you what type of shark
1: you are and why. You guys, I love sharks. I'm so excited.
0: So I'm so excited. You're excited. (laughs) I would definitely, I think I may have even told you this before. I think you're a nurse shark.
1: So it's interesting you say that mm-hmm. because I love nurse sharks.
0: What? Look they're like my favorite
1: kind of shark. I feel like they're my spirit animal.
0: That's, that's the most amazing thing
1: I've heard all quarantine. So. <laughs> <laughs> nurse sharks like are literally the best. They just kind of like chill and float along. They don't hurt people. Yes. They're just kind of like doing their thing in the ocean. Yes. And okay, you know what you have to
0: do then? You have to go swimming with Nerd sharks. Okay. You can do that. I'm kind of afraid of the deep
1: sea. (laughs) No,
0: you could go like, it's in
1: shallow water. Oh, okay, okay. I'll face my fear. Yeah, well, I'll come with you. Of water. (laughs) Not of the sharks. sharks. Not of the sharks. No, no, no. I like the sharks. I just don't like water. I can't really like. (laughs) Through, through. <laughs> so, like, I like the ocean. Like, I'll go to the beach and I'll go swimming, but there's always this, like, weird anxiety around it. Because you just can't see what's going on down there. Uh,
0: it just kind of freaks me out a little. I can I can resonate with yeah. that. Despite, I mean, I love sharks, but I'm... I... Oh, God, I want to see the bottom of where I'm swimming, so... <laughs> um, So, let's learn a shark fact. Uh, let's see. I had one and it just went away. Ah, yes. Okay, so say... You're holding a shark, right, and you want to pet it as people do this sometimes. They pet sharks um, under the water usually. But um, if you pet them from tail to head, you're going to get your hand shredded because their (gasps) skin is quite literally made of little teeth.
1: That's horrifying. It's That is the stuff of nightmares.
0: I, I know. And so whenever you're petting a shark, guys, next time you're petting a shark, head to tail. Um, (laughs) that's the shark fact of the day.
1: Wait, can I I ask you a question about sharks? And actually I'm going to tie the mental health part back in.
0: I love it. Okay. Yes.
1: Do sharks experience depression?
0: So they have like, okay, I'm forgetting the term for it, but I think we've all heard like, you know, like a shark keeps swimming or else you're going to drown. Um, but that's like a legitimate thing in sharks. So that's kind of like a thing where like, if they take their focus off what they're doing, almost like so they don't have to see their life if that makes sense god hold on that doesn't make any sense that's not, that makes shark sounds so sad that's not what i meant just it's uh oh god i'm really gonna have to get back to this one but i'm sorry i gave you a stumper you did and it's like perfect for the show and i should know this
1: listen it's okay like it's not like you studied sharks your whole life. Like I don't expect you to know every single thing about sharks. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little disappointed. No, I'm just kidding.
0: I'm going to get back to you for next episode. Next episode I will find out what I was trying to say. It's in my <laughs> head, guys, but it's it's just not coming out, right? Um last I have a, sh- a shark poem that I wrote in college one night when I was intoxicated. It's <laughs> <That's> perfect. <laughs> can't wait to hear it it's really (laughs) intense it's funny because i woke up the next morning i'm like on my computer and i see like a word document and i'm reading this poem and i'm like what who wrote this (laughs) it's like the most intense thing okay it's really short your skin of teeth never scared me your taste for blood drew me closer till the tip of my nose reached yours now we are both hypnotized (laughs)
1: That is some intense shit. <laughs> because, because you could hypnotize
0: a shark also. I want to put that out there. If you touch their nose, you can hypnotize
1: them sometimes. <laughs> Especially tiger wow. sharks. I'm learning so much. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Kala, what is your favorite shark? Oh, the ornate wobbegong.
0: What? <laughs> what is that? It's, uh, look it up, guys. It's really cute. I mean, it's, actually, it's not cute. But, like, it's, like, really cool looking. It's, like... Maybe, like, a brown-green color, I think. I'm colorblind, but... Um... Uh, it's... Yeah, it's, like, maybe, like, five feet long, and it blends in a lot with, like, the bottom of the ocean. Oh, cool. So, well, cool and not cool, because sometimes people like to step on him. Oh, that's sad. And he doesn't like that. So, he's not really dangerous unless he's stepped on, which, I mean, I don't just want just to like lose a on foot. Either. Just, like, step yeah. on and, like, lose a foot. Wabagong's just like... Yeah, yeah guys, look it up. The ornate wabagong. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ever in my life (laughs) have I heard of that shark?
0: (laughs) All right, guys. Well, that is it. Um, Thank you so much for coming on the show, Emily. I had a blast. Thanks, Cala. And we will see you all next week. Um, Any questions, suggestions, comments, email me at calafukua at gmail.com. I'm going to spell that out C A L L A F as in Frank U Q U A at gmail.com. All right, guys. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.